Time to head back. He stuck his fingers in his mouth and let out a piercing whistle to attract the dog's attention. Griff determinedly ignored him, like a five-year-old in a playground, desperate for one more go on the slide. Well, he'd only been back in the UK for a week. They were just getting to know each other. Cupping his hands around his mouth, Josh called out with authority, Griff, here, now! Bloody delinquent animal, he was doing it on purpose. And to think he'd believed Dot when she'd told him the outrageous lie that the dog was well-trained. Josh made his way down to the water's edge, kicked off his deck shoes, and at the third attempt managed to grab hold of Griff, snapping the lead onto his collar and hauling him up onto the sand. The tail end of a wave caught them, soaking into the leg of his jeans. He gave the dog a stern as possible glare, and Griff returned it with a naughty, unrepentant tail wag. God, the sea was freezing. As they made their way back across Mariscan Beach, before heading up the steps carved into the cliff that gave the hotel its unparalleled view of the ocean, Josh conjured up mental images of the Californian ones he'd left behind. Santa Monica, Laguna, Huntington, amazing stretches of sand, world-class waves, year-round perfect weather. But it hadn't been the UK, had it? It hadn't been home, and most of the time he'd been too busy working with people he didn't even like to take advantage of the surfing opportunities, which was why he'd taken the executive decision to walk away, leave that artificial, stress-filled world behind him, and aim instead for a better quality of life in the company of people he might actually enjoy spending time with. That was the plan, anyway. After the go-destry debacle... He never wanted to see another spoilt, whiny American teenager in his life. Right, now you rest your chin on your left hand, and you lean back a bit, and you two tilt your heads up so you can both see your mum. Honestly, arranging five children and an adult could be as complicated as conducting an orchestra. And you rest your hands on their shoulders... That's it, that's great. Now, all look at each other and say, Wow, you're gorgeous. The brothers and sisters yelled it to each other, then burst out laughing, and Sophie snapped away, firing off fifteen or twenty shots. Brilliant, keep going. Say it again to someone else. Perfect. Amid the giggles and laughter and renewed shouts of, Wow, you're gorgeous, the scrabbling noise on the other side of the door went unnoticed. Next moment, the handle was pushed down, the door burst open, and a wildly overexcited Griff launched himself like a hairy torpedo at the immaculate Bowden group. A hairy, wet, mud-strewn torpedo at that. Ah! The teenage girls shrieked and attempted to push the dog away as he scrambled over the boys, tail wagging furiously and paws leaving muddy prints over, well, everything. No, Griff, down, Sophie shouted with predictable lack of effect. Emma was aghast. The boys were creased up laughing, and the white backdrop was now spattered with dark spots where the dog had energetically attempted to shake off some of the mud. My dress, Emma wailed. My beautiful white dress. Naughty boy. Putting down her nick on, Sophie managed to catch Griff and scoop him up into her arms. Although it hadn't been his fault, shaking her head apologetically at Emma, she said, 
I'll be back in a minute. Outside the living room, she saw at once what had happened. At the far end of the hallway, by the entrance, a tall figure stood with his back to her. His dark hair was slicked back and wet from the rain. He was wearing a sodden grey and white shirt and jeans and talking rapidly into the phone he was holding in his right hand. From his left dangled a thin leather lead with no dog on the end of it. As Sophie made her approach, she heard him say, Okay, no problem. I'll get that sorted. Bye. Then he hung up and slid the phone into the back pocket of his jeans. She tapped him on the shoulder. Excuse me, I think you've lost something. He turned, eyebrows raised in inquiry, and saw who she was holding against her chest. Oh, right, thanks. Honestly, talk about unbothered. You can't just let Griff off the lead, you know, and leave him to cause...